0: Gets the snap, looks to throw, looking left, looking left, running left, still holding the ball as if to throw, cranks and fires toward the end zone, Wilson, for a touchdown, Garrett Wilson, the Buckeye freshman receiver underneath a pass from Justin Fields, just back in off of injury, a 30-yard touchdown pass, and Ohio State is up their lead to 41-16 over Michigan. Welcome to the show. My name is Nick. This is the Buckeye Sports Blitz. on this quick game day edition. All right. So last week we had talked about the defensive tackles potentially having an issue at depth. Well, I'll tell you something interesting. Teron, Vincent, and Haskell Garrett, they were not on the inactive list. By all counts, that means they should be playing. So if that's the case, that is absolutely huge. And Justin Hilliard, outside Sam, linebacker. He is a game-time decision. Nebraska-Ohio State kicks off today at noon. And Nebraska, their last couple seasons, the 2019 season last year, they went 5-7. and seven. 2018, they were 4-8. and eight. And the year before that, 2017, they also went 4-8. and eight. And why I find that interesting is because they've had top 25 recruiting classes all those years, and their current – uh, 2021 recruiting class is the number 21th ranked class. So they have some def- decent talent. And I think you can build a decent program with some top 25, top 30 recruiting classes, but they're just not developing. I thought Scott Frost would have had it turned around, at least been a little bit more competitive by now. I think, um, last I saw the spread, Ohio state was favored by 27 and a half. I'm going to take that. I do believe they cover that handily. And I would like to say thank you to Ronnie. Ronnie sent in an email. And let me bring it up. Hey, Nick, Ronnie here. Two questions. One, who wins the backup quarterback competition? And what is your assessment of the linebacker room? I worry about the quality there. Well, thanks, Ronnie. So the backup quarterback competition, that's pretty interesting. You have Gunnar Hoke who is the graduate transfer from Kentucky. And then you have these two stud true freshman quarterbacks in C.J. Stroud and Jack Miller. Both those guys were top quarterbacks coming out, and that's why it's interesting that they both came here. They they knew the situation. They came here to compete. Now, if you would have asked me this question two months ago, I probably would have told you Gunner Hoke just because of his experience. He's been here an extra year, but... I actually have been hearing a lot of good things about CJ Stroud. So, right now, I'd have to say it doesn't matter the situation. I think if Justin Fields goes down, I think CJ Stroud at least would be that that guy to get that first shot. And if it doesn't go well, then you, you have you have you know a- another top rated quarterback you could potentially go to. And the second part of your question, the linebackers, uh, I talked about that in last episode. Baron Browning moved to the outside Sam spot. I think he that better suits his game. I think Pete Warner's the best linebacker out of this group. I think he will be playing a long time on Sundays. They moved him to the wheel position on the inside, and Tough Borland. Um, I think he's just a bit overrated. I think he's a good situational player, but I would prefer to see Taraja Mitchell, uh, Kavon Pope, or Dallas Gant. So it's a very talented and very deep linebacker room, but I would question that. Uh, You know, maybe other than Pete Werner, those two other guys, and Barron Browning and Tuff Borland, some of those younger guys might be better. So I'm actually really excited to see some of those younger linebackers. But thank you for the questions, Ronnie. Thank you for listening. And now I'm going to take this time and mention a couple players that I'm excited to see for this year that maybe aren't some household names that by the end of the year might be. I mentioned earlier on the wide receiver uh, episode, Uh, Jamison Williams, I'm really excited to see what he can do with his speed. I expect to see something big out of him today from everything I've heard and his ability, and Chris Olave was just talking about this guy, about how just crazy uh, fast and how athletic he is. So I'm really excited to see Jamison Williams, wide receiver, and defensive end Tyreek Smith, Jr. from Cleveland. He is finally healthy. And so I expect to see a big year out of him and expect to see him disruptive early in this game. I don't think Nebraska has the offensive line to handle Ohio State's depth. And as a position group, I am really, really excited to see this offensive line. These top five guys, there are some, just, just take note. Watch these guys when you see them for the first time. These aren't just big, fat slobs. These are big, tall, athletic guys. Now I say there's there's a 6'8, 6'9, 360-pound Dewan Jones on the team, but he's not just your average, you know, a big guy. He is extremely fast feet, was a very good high school basketball player. So these guys are just athletic. They're physical. And I am super excited to see, in what my opinion, is the best offensive line in the country. And it's the best Ohio State line I think we have seen since maybe that 2013 team. So that's going to be real excited to see what the offensive line can do. So that's it for today. Ohio State is a 27.5 point favorite. I am taking Ohio State all day on that. I think Ohio State ends up winning by 38. Enjoy the game and be safe, Buckeye Nation. Go Bucks! I hate Michigan. I hate Michigan. I hate Michigan. Buck the Wolverines. I hate Michigan. I hate Michigan. I hate Michigan. Buck the Wolverines.